This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Across the country, Republican lawmakers in states like Arizona, Oklahoma, Idaho, and Kansas, they're moving to regulate when and where drag performances can take place. Earlier this month, Tennessee became the first state to pass a law. Now it restricts performances in public, especially when children are present. Critics have called that law constitutionally vague. And the battle over drag isn't just playing out in red states. Earlier this week, dozens of people, protesters and supporters alike, they faced off outside a drag story hour in New York City. And here in our area, a bakery in suburban Lake in the Hills is planning to close its doors this month after losing customers. The move comes after the business received death threats last year for, you guessed it, planning a drag event. So in a few minutes, we will get a Chicago drag queen's perspective. But first, here to discuss the anti-drag rhetoric that we're seeing nationwide is Ed Yonka, Director of Communications and Public Policy at the ACLU Illinois. Welcome to Reset, Ed. Hey, thank you, Sasha. It's good to be with you. So I mentioned that new anti-drag law in Tennessee. Give us the details there. What does it aim to do? And is it similar to legislation that we're seeing in other states? Yeah, it's actually very similar to uh, legislation that we're seeing in about 40 states across the across the country, you know, some further along in the process than others. And essentially what it aims to do is to suggest that you cannot have someone uh, engage in a drag performance where they would be an eye shot or ear shot of a uh, of 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 a minor child, um, and so it you know attempts to limit any kind of drag presentation to just I I suppose you know to a a cabaret or a bar mm-hmm. uh, where it could only be done you know where people were being ID'd coming in and and that they had to be over twenty one. What are supporters of this kind of legislation saying? Like in the clip we just heard, uh, people were chanting, we need to protect the children. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. So so let's let's I think there are two uh, basic arguments that we hear. Um, The first one is is that this is protecting children. The notion somehow that children are being sexualized or that there's some sexual something sexually explicit simply by someone appearing in a gender non-conforming way um, that that we need to protect or isolate children from, uh, number one. I think, secondly, you often hear uh, this argument about, um, you know, sort of a, a, a like a parental rights or a parental ability to control or, or to monitor what their children see, um, you know, obviously, in that instance, uh, there's actually a mechanism for those parents to assure that their children don't see a drag story hour, don't attend one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think, you know, those are basically the two arguments that we hear across the country. So who are the people attacking drag? Well, it's it's a it's a blend. You know, we what we basically see are, you know, groups of, uh, uh, you know, groups that have formed, um, you know, many of them during the course of covid and during the course of the pandemic who claim to be supportive of parental rights. 
you know, they they are uh, they are along with the usual kind of suspects who are anti LGBTQ in any kind of form. Um, you know, these are folks who who you know wish not only to uh, you know say what they think about these this form of entertainment yeah. or a host of other things, but in fact to erase those things uh, from society. And I and I think we can't wander too far um, from seeing this, because if you look at the states where these measures are being considered and passing, this is linked very closely uh, to a lot of the activity, the anti-trans and anti-trans youth activity that's happening in states across the country as well. So as you mentioned, uh, similar bills are being proposed in other states. You said 40, some 40 other states. Um, Yes, We've been talking about things happening, you know, across the country, but Illinois is an exception, right, Ed? Well, yes and no. Yes, we're not going to see a bill like this move at the at the state level, but no, in that there are very active, loud, aggressive groups at the local level mm-hmm. who have worked to try to to um, stop or again erase. Uh, drag shows or drag story hours in a host of different settings. You mentioned the Uprising Bakery, right. where in response to the protest and the vandalism by a proud boy at that facility, you know, the 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 local um, uh, local officials tried to change the zoning of the business in order to block events. There was a place where we were able to help and the, the business was able to move forward. In, in, you know, in another suburb in Plainfield, uh, there was a pride fest that was organized by a group of local residents. They intended to include a, a they, they included a, a drag story hour as part of that event. Mm-hmm. And again, a group of people descended on a, a park district board meeting to demand that the park district uh, revoke the permit for the Pride Fest so yeah. that they wouldn't have this thing. So it is not something that we're seeing just, you know, in other states. Right. It is clearly something that I think we're seeing here. Well, Ed, let's talk about one last Illinois story. Downers Grove Library yes. canceled a, yes. a drag bingo event. This was after receiving multiple threats, including a letter with a bullet. What do you think is it, it's going to take to make this stop? Well, I think there's two things. Number one, I think wherever local residents see this kind of opposition, they need to show up at these meetings and speak out. I think that one of the things that we've seen in this in these places is that opponents depend upon the fact. And look, people can express their opposition to anything, and they should. But I think what we need to make sure is that people are showing up and saying, uh, that they support, um, if not the activity itself, at least the ability of others to be able to do it yeah. without interference, without being censored. And I think the second thing is, is that local officials have to recognize that under the First Amendment and under our state laws, they have an obligation to make public facilities available to all voices. They don't get to pick and choose. Yeah. And and even when someone has a long objection, just simply saying, well, we won't let that happen here because we're going to try to keep the peace or we're going to try to keep, you know, we're going to try to keep people from having this disruption. That's not enough of a reason to kind of go around these constitutional precepts. And we really need to hold fast to the idea of, of you know, making sure that everybody gets access to these yeah. community properties. 
That's Ed Yanka, Director of Communications and Public Policy for the ACLU of Illinois. Thank you, Ed. Thanks so much. Let's turn now to another voice. We've got Alex Gorelli in the studio with us. Alex is a Chicago drag theater queen. Thank you so much for being here, Alex. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. So you've been listening along to our conversation there with Ed. He's uh, laying out some of the different efforts there across the country to ban drag artists and and performances. How do you feel as someone who does this work? Um, I, you know, I feel scared. I feel... uh, I feel like I want to do more. I want to I, I want to perform more. I want to stand up for for drag performance. What part of it scares you? Um, the threats, uh, people protesting something that I think is um, an incredible art form. Um, people just disrespecting it, and and uh, I didn't know about the the bullet in a letter to and you know uh, a drag store. That's that's news the to library. me. And, yes, and um, that's. That's scary. It's something that we, that I'm going to defend for the rest of my life. That's well, you, just well. You said you want to do more. What would that look like? Um, I feel like I want to. I want to be at what he was just saying. What I was just saying. Um, be at more those uh, of those public hearings, and mm-hmm. and I, I've never, I've never really had to stand up for, for this, and and, and this is, in my opinion, a giant step backwards, and. And that's what I mean by scary. It's just, it's it's not progressive at all. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx Monsoon, who's a, a very prominent drag performer and winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, has been vocal about the attacks against the community. Here's what they had to say. What is going on where there are some people in the world who get that I'm just a human being living my life, doing what I do best. And there are some people in the world trying to blame everything wrong with our country on me. <laughs> <laughs> So there we hear Jinx laughing, but this is, you know, definitely something that many people in the drag community are feeling right now. Uh, What do you make of Jinx's comment there? You know, is that something that you felt before? Absolutely. I think, you know, it's really important to bring this, bring up what Jinx just said. It's, it's, you know, this is what we're focusing on. This is what our country's focusing on when there's, um, I mean, you know, so many things I could list right now that's wrong with this uh, world. gun control, with the world, with the with the states in general too. It's just it's um, you know, I think that that's what she's mentioning. I think that's what she's bringing up. She's she's on Broadway right now and 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 it's these are places that we feel safe that we can that we can do what we that we want to do. I just mm-hmm. I just self-produced a show and we were seeking insurance for the show and the insurance agent specifically asked us if um the show had any drag or burlesque and that has never come up when we've se- I've been self-producing for about six years now yeah. and it's and it's 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 gotten to that level it's gotten that you were asked yeah if and, there would be any drag involved right and it's, how did you respond um I my, my producer actually responded to that um and said yes and we we ended up I actually don't know how that was carried on. I'm sorry. I should have should have should have researched that. Um, but are that's, you are you surprised uh, that that this is happening now? Yes, um, I am. I'm All very these anti drag debates. Yes. What are you hearing among other drag queens about the rhetoric and about these debates? What are what are they saying? Um, not much yet. I I feel like I'm. You know, I'm not 
a lot of my friends are doing doing eight shows a week in Boys Town, and um, you know, I do a monthly. I I have been in those drag shows, um, and I I do not know the general consensus, um, but it's it, yes, that's yeah. my answer, my response. So for for many queens and performers, you said it here. Drag is an art form, yes. right? What do you think people just don't understand about it? Because maybe that's a part of the, the issue. That's a great question. There's an understanding missing. They don't get it. I don't think, I don't think they understand that it's, very, it's a very liberating thing to do. It's, it's, uh, it's, what, do you th- it's what do you wish people knew about drag? I wish, I wish people understood that the gay community is needs a place to celebrate and and feel comfortable and and to um celebrate our pride and and muting us is only going to make us more uh i don't know stronger liberated, liberated. Yeah. and and i just wish that they Oh, it's just the same people that used to bully me as a child, you know? I know it is for a fact, and and it's it's really scary. It's hard to talk about. Sorry. Um, don't apologize. Yeah, I, I don't know how I don't know how else to express it. I, I wish I wish they knew that this is that these places and these events are are what we have. This is our work. This is our art form. This is what we're being asked to do, and uh, this is our job. And and they want to shut it down. They're scared of us. They're, yeah. Despite the bullying, Alex, you push through. You're doing this. It's something you obviously love. Yeah, I'm never going to stop. Why do you do it? Why do you do drag? I do drag to escape. I do drag to escape what's going on. Um, I, I feel like it's, it's. I can, I can completely let go of of who I am as a person. Um, escapism is why I do it, and and um. And to celebrate my sexuality and to to dance and and to sing and to act as a character mm-hmm. is 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 why I do it. Be free. Be free. Exactly. There's a, a strong drag scene in, in a lot of major cities, right? I'm thinking New York, Atlanta, L.A., uh, Chicago. What do you think about our scene here? I love our scene. I think our, our um, I think our scene is nonstop, fearless. Um, th- I mean, there's something to do every day. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. I feel like every drag show I go to, I'm meeting a new and upcoming queen that is just blowing me away. There's just incredible talent in the city. So before I let you go, what message do you want to send to folks in the community, um, feeling the pain of these debates and that opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just want them to feel like uh, a sense of community, um, a sense of love and support for one another, and you know that we're that we we got to all be here for each other. You know, we have to support one another and uh, connect with the ones that we um, love and. 
uh, connect with. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's that's all we have. Alex Gorelli is a Chicago-based drag theater queen and performer. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you.